On today's Say It Ain't So Sports, we're finally back after a one and a half week hiatus. We're making sure the content's A+. We are going to go over Last Dance, episodes 7 and 8. And then we're going to do a Tiger Woods career retrospective. We're going to kind of go over the moments in his career, the scandals, how he went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows and how he's risen since then. And it's going to be a nice quick episode. You know, we're glad to give you guys this content. We took a little break just to make sure the quality was up to par with what we want to give you guys. So stay tuned. Just to wake up. We're back. Uh, you know, guys, we took a little break. You guys were begging for us to come back. I was getting, you know, emails every day. When, when's the Saint Anto pod dropping? When's getting it dropping? Stopped in the street. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Getting stopped when you're, you know, yeah, you're just on the sidewalk. People are pulling up to you. But you know, we're back. We made sure that. When we release episodes, they're A plus quality content because we want, you know, we want good pods out there. We don't want to throw you bullshit like some of these other guys. We're giving you A plus shit. Yeah, so we're giving you A plus material. Um, you know, we'll start with episode seven and eight of the last dance. I mean, I can't believe we only have two more. Like this is just really flown by. It's a shot. Shot. but um so seven i guess it's i i think these two are like the most fascinating because of all the different angles it starts with like the dad situation and like i'm sure we've all heard the theories throughout the years and i feel like this doc did a great job of just like smashing all those theories like as much as possible like david stern's ripping into the gambling theory like about how jordan the reason that his dad was you know suddenly murdered out of nowhere with no motive was because those guys, Jordan owe money. First of all, what 18-year-olds are going to, like, scum Jordan in poker? Like, how is he going to owe two, like, no-life 18-year-olds money? Yeah, some, that, like, that random kids from, like, backwoods North Carolina. No way they're, like, running Jordan off the table and, and some hold them. No way it's happening. And then, yeah, and, and then they're, like, this, their solution is, like, okay, yeah, let's kill his dad. Like, what? Like that's just no shot. Also, like, he was, like, in the middle of nowhere, right? Like, what are they, what are they just, like, find him, like, sleeping on the side of the road? Like, yeah, so far-fetched. Like, they I followed like- him. Kind of sus, like the way that it's like he just took a nap on the side of the road, like yeah, he just got like shot, like thrown in a river, yeah. yeah. It's a sham, sham. And then, me. and then, like what comes out is like that really pushed Jordan over the edge to retire. So, like after 1993, he wins his third straight title. No one had ever Magic Bird; they hadn't won three straight. That was a big motive of Jordan to like say like he could do that, and they couldn't. And after that, he like. He was done, like, the most competitive basketball player ever. He just retires, you know, out of nowhere. He's at a White Sox game. It gets leaked. Kind of similar to that Andrew Luck story this year. He's, like, at the preseason game. It gets leaked. I mean, what I, what I was going to say is that, you'd like, even in the episodes before, like episode six, I think you, you really saw, like, the amount of burnout that Jordan had after that after that uh, third championship season, 92-93. You just see that he was, like, done with it. And you see that in a lot of the – and you see that in a bunch of the clips as well, like, from the 98 season where he's kind of talking about, like, how he's done or whatever. But, like, yeah, I mean, that – and then on top of his dad uh, getting murdered, like, all that, like, culminating together, just, like, you – it was pretty obvious to see, like, that he retired. 
Yeah, you see in the first three P, just like the uh, as you mentioned, like the burnout uh, Jordan was experiencing. If you go on his basketball reference page, you see every year after his second year through the first three P, he's playing thirty eight minutes a game in at least eighty games. That never happens now, yeah. and players are able to play longer. But uh, when you look at that, like like it's it's really no wonder uh, why he needed to take a step back, especially with like the defense he had to play. Uh, like always guarding like the other teams, like best or second best player. Like like it was just a. Uh, but it like it was a lot of burnout. But what I would say though, I understand why some people would think it is fishy. They decided to walk away. Like he's this ultra competitor, and he's like the best at basketball. And he takes any like slight, and he takes it to heart, and he builds it up in his mind to defeat the other person. And then he decides to walk away from the game. Uh, that's the only thing where it's it's a little yeah, bit confusing. But yeah, because they, they this whole time we see the ultra competitor he is. Uh, you know that story with the Bradsford Smith. He's making up that this guy like said, "Hey, good game, Mike," just to like get in his head and turn up to the next gear, the next game they play. Like, it's just, yeah, you you do look kind of sus retiring with all that competitive drive just, like, out of nowhere. Like, I, yeah, that's true. Like, that's it, the one thing that just looks kind of out of place here. Yeah, but you also could extrapolate that, like, being an ultra-competitor to, like, to, like he won, he was, like, so competitive, he'd be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm just going to be, like, dirty at baseball. And you see uh, that, like, you see that, though, like, could- he was bad, and he was like, he went. They had to put him in double A because the whole like media bullshit. Like they had to like before. Be able- before we get there, yeah, it you could say that um, yeah, like he feels like all right, I'm undisputedly the best at basketball. I need a new challenge, and that's something where you can look at it, and like the competitor in him yeah. went up to something yeah. else. Like, he, he had nothing to that, though. He's like he had no rival in basketball at the time where he retired. He fucking so he, stomped everybody. Yeah, he was fucking. He was batting like a hundred, and he like was like she was like taking a dump, and then like. He would just like grind it like every day, and then he batted over two hundred. He batted like two hundred two with with fifty ribbies. Like it's pretty good. That, that as they said, that was very good for a double A prospect. Yeah, but I, I want to talk about that in a second. But before, like he even said after nineteen ninety two, he wanted to retire. The only reason he kept playing is because the dream team, like he already obligated to that, and then he wanted to be the first of like his era to have the three P. You know, Bird and Magic. He like he made a point to say how they were never able to do that. And once he did that, he defeated the Pistons. He killed the Knicks every year. Like, there was no team, as Loft said, that was in his path. And then, you know, like, they go to the baseball side and how his dad always wanted him to play baseball. And he bats, yeah, he has to play in double A right away, which probably, like, killed his growth because it's hard to, you don't start out at double A. As they said, like, number one picks don't start at double A. Mike Trout didn't start at double A. And he bats 202. And, this is like very conflicting because you have people on like Twitter saying how impressive this is, how amazing this is, but you also have other people like shitting on him, saying how he sucks and like it's like do you are you guys impressed by him batting two two? Like it's like it's back if people think it's yeah, good. Yeah, it's like his first time like well, it's like first time like really playing like in a while playing like some serious baseball and like no one else, like even even if like a guy was like a stud high school like baseball player in college and shit like that like. Like, no way they would just be able to just, like, totally adapt like that to, to high-level baseball and double-A and then just be, like, eating. Like, just, like, actually, like, putting up numbers. Chester? Uh, I, I didn't know how, like, significant his career was and the fact that, like, he pl- he actually, like, played for Tito, like, uh, Terry yeah. Frank. Oh, no. And then, like, All he, he started boys. off with, like, I think, like, a 13-game hitting yeah. streak or something like that. And then, like, the reason why he left baseball is because of lockout. I thought it was, like, oh, let me get back to basketball. But, like... I think the lockout actually made him leave. I didn't know that the Bulls owner was actually the same owner as uh, the White Sox. So it was kind of cool to see that. Something like, I don't know, because I feel like I see it as 
the lockout was a way for him to get out of it. Like batting two he's 31. Like you're not going to get much better. Like we've seen Tebow, like we thought with more experience, he'd get better. He's getting worse. Like hate to break it to the Mets fans here, but he's batting like 150 now in triple A. Like he's pretty, pretty topped out. I mean, it doesn't matter too much, but like the lock, the lockout, the strike for baseball is the perfect way for him to like get out without people like calling him a failure and stuff. And then like we saw, he had the itch for basketball. Like, it was like a party, like one of the players wanted to just pull up and then he would go to practice a few times a week. And then he's like, why am I like grinding my ass off in double A hitting 200 when I could come back to basketball, still work my ass off because of the competitor he is, but win another three titles and dominate along the way. Like it made, it made perfect sense to, you know, just quit. Well, what I was saying was that it wasn't like a, like a full guarantee that he was going to be like extremely dominant and you like you see that you see this in like the first season that he's back like he wasn't like his body wasn't ready for basketball and like he wasn't the same player that he was before like before he retired and everything so it, it what like people still had like doubts about Jordan even after when he came back so yeah he comes back like that is not a lot of time to get ready like I think there were 65 ish games into the season so you have, like, 15 games to get ready, and then, like, you're in the playoffs playing, like, 38 minutes a game. And, yeah, like, I don't think a lot of people would be able to. And, obviously, if Jordan's not able to do it, who is? Like, it's like no one is at his level. And for him to, like, it's not even like he struggled big time, but to be so gassed after, you know, training his body for baseball and then last, like, coming back to basketball late into the season, having to change his body all over again, like, obviously you're not going to be able to be your same player. And then, yeah, we end up knowing that that Bulls team lost to Horace Grant's Magic. Penny, was that Penny and Shaq? Or was that before? Yeah, that was Shaq. Yeah, so that team, they lose to them. And, like, yeah, like, I don't, you don't really blame Jordan. Like, me and Law were talking about this uh, a few days ago. Like, when you really look at his career, like, those two seasons with the Wizards, like, he's not going to really compete. Uh, one of his years, you know, he was, he was injured his whole second year. And then this year he came back late. So it was really like, what, six titles in 11, like full bull seasons. Like that's over 50% of your years, like winning a title. Like I think this year, like you can't really blame him in 94 for not turning it on and like winning when you have to change your body two times in a year and you have like 15 games to get ready for like the playoffs. I think that's unrealistic. It was kind of crazy that like, like Space Jam, like helped him like become like the player that he was. Right, before yeah, he retired like space jam was the the catalyst to like all of his training and getting back into like playing against the high level competition like you saw those clips of the scrimmages like at that little like like that that facility that they gave him when he was training during the off season there and also i've heard some people say that like that kind of started the whole like nba players going to la for the off season yeah, so. there's that famous, yeah there's that famous like court in la where all the players like link up and play and yeah that was like that's immediately what I thought of when I was watching this. Like, the Looney, that's pretty sick to, like, be in the Looney Tune studio, just, like, following up and, like, posting up on Dennis Rodman next to, like, directors and shit. Like, they literally built a whole court just for him to work out. I don't know. I think that was, like, yeah, that was super cool. And just the fact that Mike, like, he was, like, studying, like, Reggie Miller's, like, moves and, like, how he sets up his jumpers while doing that just shows, like, also the extra level. Like, he wasn't there necessarily to, like, have fun like a lot of the players probably came like because mike asked them but his motive was to just get better and to see like their weaknesses and strengths to exploit 
Yeah, and that's just like an insane commitment. How like the day after the season ends, uh, he goes to his trainer. I'll see you tomorrow. Like that's that, that's just like the difference between like him and just like the other guys. And like it's just like pretty cool that like his work ethic and drive is just like insane. Yeah, that was that was really something when his trainer was getting like choked up talking about how hard Mike worked. Just insane. Like like the the work ethic that guy had to make his trainer cry. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and something like we didn't talk about is the year that Mike played baseball, the Bulls, like they didn't completely fall off. Obviously, like we know Scotty was a great player. And then like they show how in the playoffs, this is probably this is, I think, probably the worst moment of Scotty Pippen's career. Like for what he was doing, he takes himself out of the game with one point three seconds in a playoff game because the last shot isn't going in his hands. Like this is a very like bitchy attitude. Like Phil like draws up some play and like. Scotty was pissed off that it wasn't going to him because he's the man, and he takes himself out of a playoff game, and they hit the shot. Like, who coach hits the shot, they win the playoff game, and then you see Pippen, he doesn't, like, even backtrack. He stands by decision, and, like, you got future fucked your wife. Like, you sit out of a playoff game. Like, I just can't really respect you when you're on my TV when you have all this shit going on. Would it be worse if, if they didn't hit the shot or they did hit the shot? I think crazy. it's worse if they did, like, because yeah. Pippen's – because then Pippen could have had an argument, like, yeah, of course we didn't win. Like, you didn't give me the ball. But then they're also, like, Pippen sold. Yeah, but, like, for him – sorry, Cap. Just for him it would be better yeah. if they if they lost because then it shows that he was, like, right for not getting – like, not Pippen giving – Pippen was being petty there. I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's all about what's team sport. You got to win. And obviously we can't say, like, Jordan wouldn't have done that because the ball would have been going to Jordan. But still, like – I mean, yeah. we saw though in the Sun series it goes to James, like the Paxton and he ends the series like. Yeah, Pippen's really close. getting exposed in this. Uh, a lot of a uh, negative press coming out about Pippen. Pippen, from my understanding, is someone that was like beloved by everybody. They're, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like the perfect sidekick or whatever. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of bad stuff going on with that guy. I think Hearn said, but somebody said um, that Jordan, like, we don't know if Jordan would have done that. Um, we, but we do know earlier in the series, uh, they mentioned um, like his second season when he came back and they had the minutes restriction. He was like pissed at, that he didn't get to go in the game in that last moment because he like he wanted to play like and mm-hmm. go above his uh, minutes yeah, restriction. Jordan. So you, so we know we know that Jordan wouldn't have done that because of that situation before when he was forced to stay off the court yeah. when he wanted to be on. Uh, like, people said, like, going into this doc, like, it's going to make you probably not like Jordan as much. But if anything, it's made, like, Pippen look worse and just showed how just poor of an attitude he has and kind of just, like, just like a weird guy with, like, uh, like coaches and stuff. Who would say that it would make him like Jordan? That just makes, like, zero sense because it, you know, there, there, there is a lot of footage of him being a dick to his team. Yeah, but yeah but that's, what you need, that's what you need. Being a leader, like, isn't always the prettiest job. You don't want it to be, like, a, like a fucking, like, pat him on the ass. Like, you got to be like, let's fucking go. We're in the fucking big leagues now. We got to win this shit. And then yeah, the way, pushing, like, always pushing his teammates and always, like, driving the, driving the ship. Because, like, Scotty Pippen, you can see, just wasn't as good as a leader because he was, like, patty-caking with everyone. Like, Jordan put their feet to the fire every practice and instilled a competitive edge in people, like, and elevated, like, Steve Kerr and Tony Kukoc to, like, yeah. Fucking A1, A1 players. Jordan, like, says the quote in the doc, like, leadership has a price. Like, obviously, like, he was worried, too, that it would come off as him being a dick to his teammates because, like, he probably feels, like, looking back on his career, like, how hard he was on them, like, expecting so much of them. But, like, you do kind of respect it in a way because, he like, he didn't ask. He says, I don't know how true this is, he doesn't ask them to do anything that he doesn't do himself. Like, obviously, not everyone's wired like Mike and they can't. 
but at least he's not like one of those hypocrites who's like leading a team and then like not actually doing shit. Like you have to like at least respect that he's like putting in all the work that he's expecting his team to do. You see, like, and you see in the footage of them like running gassers and shit. Like Jordan's always front of the pack. He's always leading the team. He's never stepped down from his leadership role once, even when like the going gets difficult. He's always he's always the first one to step up and do anything. Yeah, there is a quote in there. He says, uh, like, at the end, when he's about to start tearing up, he says, like, I never asked anybody to do something I didn't do myself. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it. You, you'll see, like, now it's, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of players now are just people from this generation being like, oh, I love Mike. What a competitor. People say they like this, but in the moment they don't. And I'm, yeah. I'm not going to buy any of the players from today saying, like, saying, like, oh, this is about, like, like I feel the same way. Like, like I relate to this. No, you fucking don't. If you did, you wouldn't be, like, an eight seat on a $50 million contract. You know what I mean? These guys, like, like they say they want one thing. But when it comes not to real action, not, ev- not everyone has it. If it was simple as, like, oh, I see this and I want to do it, everyone would have fucking done it. What Mike does, it doesn't work. I think that it would have been interesting if they asked Steve Kerr, like, like what, like how his leadership style, or however the leader for the Warriors team that he's coaching, like kind of carries himself because they they have like they are the most successful like team that we've seen really since the or one of them since the uh, since the Bulls. So I mean, just seeing like like what the difference was and like the like, but they both like succeed. I, I think that it would have been cool to ask uh, Seeker about that more, but they didn't. I mean, we have two more, and Steve Kerr is probably going to be more prominent in this next one because of uh, it'll probably be very like 1998 centric. The last two, going back to like '96, so Jordan like they come off the loss in the Magic, and as you see, like he's pissed off. He tells his trainer like, "We'll get to work the next day." This is is this the off season he does Looney Tunes, or is that before he even retired the first time? He did Space Jam the offseason where he came back and lost to the Magic. That was after they lost to the... the right. So, yeah, so that's when he does the the Space Jam and stuff. And then next year they come back and, I like, they they kind of... This is the best team of all time. Like, I think we can say they're the 72-10 and 10 team, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they stomp their way to the finals. They lose, like, one or two games on the way. And then they get to the Sonics and one of like the funny moments throughout. So they go up 3-0, like the series is already over basically. And the Sonics, they put Gary Payton on LeBron or on Jordan. And he like says how he's like a clamp god on Jordan. And then they show Jordan like the the reaction, like the video of Gary Payton saying that. And he just starts burst out laughing. Like it's just like the ultra competitor. Like Jordan knows that he's above everyone else. And then they end up closing out that series on Father's Day which was, like, fitting, obviously, knowing his father was murdered just a few years before. And this is, like, you know, there's a lot of footage we're seeing, but, like, one of the most iconic pictures is him crying with that championship. This is the first time we've ever seen audio from that, where it's just, like, sobbing, and you see, like, all the emotion, and this just pulls to, like, you know, you see the emotional guy he was, it, like, pulls to his likeness in a way. Like, to see him work so hard, his dad was murdered, and to win it on Father's Day on top of it all. Like, it just it pulls to the kind of, you know, the guy Mike was. Yeah, I know it's, like, a great moment in the doc. Like, Jordan busting out laughing, watching that Payton thing. To be fair to Payton, you can look at the numbers. He, he did oh, play yeah, better. They, like, oh, Jordan yeah. was worse when Payton was guarding him. But also, if you're Jordan, you're not going to ever admit that. Like, you still right. won the series and stuff. You're not going to be like, yeah, he got the best in it. He's never said that. Yeah, one of, like, the great things about this documentary is, like, the amount of people they had to, like, get in this, like, all the interviews. And then you see the reaction to them. Like, I think, like, we've never seen that really in a documentary. And, like, I hope that, like, that goes forward in future documentaries. 
Yeah, well, you you never see like the the main like character, I guess, in a documentary. You have so much power towards like what's actually being put out in it. So I think like that's why we're able to see like Jordan react to these interviews. Like you're not like in other documentaries, you're not going to see this happen because like one of the main selling points of the documentary was the unseen footage that Jordan had the rights to. So like just the fact that like he has the rights and they have to like kind of like go with whatever he wants. So. To what Cap was saying, like, yeah, they do a great, like, Jerry Krause is probably the only person that you'd, like, want to hear from that you can't, but that's because, obviously, he's passed away, and they bring in, like, everyone along the way who has something to say, and, you know, it's all these interesting stories and stuff, like, they get everyone you want, that, and then, like, the fact that they show Mike the reactions just, like, adds to it, like, the Isaiah one, remember, he was like, oh, I don't give a shit what Isaiah says, like, it's bullshit, like, and then this Gary Payton him laughing hysterically at it like that's just you know that's the kind of thing like when you have this much power in the documentary you're going to be able to like do yeah and i can't wait for the redeem team doc where it's d way telling the whole story oh. about how he led the team i, I can't wait this kind of i mean th- th- this is relevant obviously but like this kind of this whole as i've been watching the whole series it kind of just makes me less and less think lebron not necessarily jordan's more of the goat but lebron is just less of it because like like i feel like lebron doesn't have like like that like that like mystery behind them like like at the time like lebron just like in the public eye and i feel like lebron like definitely like is less i would say less of a competitor than like than like kobe because like even like he may have like whatever i don't know like accolades but like kobe like and like you see way more like parallels to like kobe and mj than like lebron and MJ. kobe's whole game and like and figures was, 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 was Michael yeah. but i still yeah. think like even the game like throwing the game out like like his like willingness to win and like his like yeah, the Mamba mentality is just a spin yeah. on what Jordan like, was like, not even a spin yeah. it's a direct like Jordan, 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 Jordan. Way it's not like, like when you look at LeBron like yeah he had the twenty like sixteen finals which is like one of the it's like the greatest effort in the NBA finals like ever but like when you see LeBron's other finals like he just comes so short of like even like sniffing a win out and it seems like it just seems like he like well, at certain he, points like, I, let's let's I not think count like twenty eighteen yeah. against him. I think yeah, the like, but like twenty, but like, but even when he was on them, when they played the Mavs in the finals, and that's like, the only, that's the only thing that you can like point to about like LeBron, like as like a yeah, shortcoming. Never had that moment. I know, I know. I'm Jordan not saying I'm not. Jordan and Kobe never had that moment where they just got like walloped in the playoffs, and I mean in like in like the finals, like like on on the biggest stage, like 2004. Like, Kobe and Jordan always would show Kobe up. Shot 17 percent in the in the finals. Okay, but still, when you talk about like pure as like a whole series. It's like a whole series. Yeah, I'm talking about a whole series. He got 17% from three in the series, and they lost in five. That's shot. That's shot. But still, LeBron, like, I, I don't know why. I, it's it's kind of more of like a like a like an in like in like in, internal feeling. But like, I just feel like because like Kobe and LeBron were both in like our in like the public eye. LeBron more so, but you still see like LeBron even in the regular season. Like LeBron is like you just don't like see LeBron like popping off in like some random rivalry game, and you still would see that with Kobe. Like he had like that mama mentality even in the regular season. Even like despite the even if you were comparing regular seasons through, from these three players, you would still see like way more parallels between the latter two. What I yeah, what I'd say like if you want to discuss the goat, uh, I think like just talking about who's the better player. Like LeBron's bigger, he's a better shooter. It's a better passer, a better rebounder, but he doesn't have what Jordan had. Jordan Jordan just wins that shit. Like Jordan wins it in eleven. Yeah, like the, the willingness to win. Just like yeah. the willing, how bad do you want to win? And, and like so, had the supporting yeah. cast too. So it's like it, like like fairness of the situation. Cast. Is close. The, su- the supporting cast argument. It's like one of the worst. I I hate that argument so much. I, I don't like, like the argument. Both, 
Yeah, both of them had great supporting casts around them. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of the time well, LeBron, to, like, if you really want, LeBron hasn't won without another top 10 guy. Like, he hasn't. And, like, uh, that's, that's a huge thing. And he actually, like, he hasn't really been competitive in the last decade without another top 10 guy. With yeah, him. even when they came back in the finals, they still had Kevin, like, uh, they still had Kyrie Irving. I think, was Kevin Love hurt in the finals 2016? Uh, like, Kevin, 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 Kevin Love yeah. clamped up Curry. Yeah, huge, exactly. Seven. So I'm saying, like, like, he had, like, two, like, fu- like, Two fucking like all star caliber players with him, like same shit. Kyrie hit the game winning shot. Yeah, people forget that. People love, no one forgets that. Awesome. Ron hit the game winning shot in twenty thirteen in Game Seven. People forget that too. But yeah. um, so going back to like the doc, like early on, I know we were all like kind of confused how they were gonna do it, jumping from year to year, and now like I pretty much we see like they're gonna catch us up with all Jordan's career, and then go to like the nineteen ninety eight, like probably the finals. So we're getting to that point. Like, there's one, there's one season left where we already saw the end of. Like, we saw the end of the 1997 season. But once we get to that, we'll get to 98. And then what they showed us from 98 was, like, they swept the Nets. Um, they had, like, that cool, like, the cool, like, team huddle where they say, like, we play for champagne. Like, we're, you know, we're not stopping until we get that title, until we get that champagne. And then, like, they, yeah, they swept the Nets. And then, like, it kind of sets up the series with Reggie Miller. And that's maybe one of the most all-time cold takes, how, like, it ends. It's Reggie Miller saying how, like, he was going to make Michael Jordan, like, retire and, like, embarrass him in the playoffs. And, like, it ends that like that. Wants a seven. That series went to seven. Okay. Okay. It's like, <laughs> so an all-time terrible. It's not as – it's not <laughs> so as – it's it, it, not a good take, Charlie. What are you saying? Yeah, they lost the series, but you're you're acting like it's like this horrible take, like they got waxed. That's that's how that's how you're coming off. It's a bad take because he said he's going to end Michael Jordan. And yeah, it's no a bad take. It's not like a horrible take. I I don't think it's outrageous to say it's horrible. Like he didn't win the series. Like doesn't matter if it went to seven, but he lost. Yeah, so. he lost. Like yeah, you lose. You can't say something like that and then lose and like think it's not a bad take. Yeah, no, you gotta think it's not a bad team. You gotta follow through when you say you're gonna when you say you're gonna retire Mike, retire Michael Jordan. Who gives a shit if you lose in Game Seven? It's the same thing as getting swept. You still lost. Close, close, but no cigar. Uh, speaking to that, like that's just another example of Jordan like burying a Hall of Famer from getting a ring. Like yeah. there, there are so many guys that came up in the '90s that Jordan played against where he just put them down. Ewing's a great example of that. Yeah, yeah sure. Ewing, you, Ewing, Ewing, like, one of the best bigs in the league, unstoppable guy. You can run your offense through him. Great two-way player. Michael was in his head, and that was the end of it. And, like, mm-hmm. Reggie Miller, like, like props to him because he's a guy where, like, he, he never thought, like, Jordan was that much better than him, and you kind of need that confidence going in. Like, Barkley had the same thing until he played his best game, and Jordan was just better. And he was just – he Jordan just dispatched these guys. Like, they didn't really have a shot. That's the difference, though, like – like when LeBron's playing now, he hasn't dominated the 2010s. Like he's not destroying teams every year. Like there's different champs every year. The Warriors had a run. Ra- Raptors obviously won last year, and then he lost in the finals a few times. So yeah, so it ends with like the the outro music on Reggie Miller, like saying how he's gonna end Jordan's career. Bad take. And then um, you know we're set up for one more Sunday with the last dance. We got two more. Um, it kind of sucks to see come to an end. Like. They probably dragged it out a ton. Like, you definitely didn't need a 10-part documentary. But, like, at this time, like, I'm all for it with nothing else. I mean, it was going to be 10 parts even before Yeah, before I know. This, but... It's a very strong argument to make that, like, ESPNs are trying to milk, like, extra shit. Like, Tiger King came out with that stupid episode later. Like, it's just classic. Like, it's a hit. I mean, and why wouldn't? Drag it out. 
I mean, why wouldn't you? Like, you have, you have you there's so much. There was so much like that they could like tell about this team because a lot of like their audience like didn't want like us. Like we didn't watch that team. We didn't know a yeah. lot of the things that they're talking about well, about this team. It's a very so. com- it was a misconception that like we thought this would be all 1998. Like not a random like not an episode about Dennis Rodman and what he was doing like six years earlier in college. Like it it's more about Jordan and the Bulls like coming together than just like the last dance, like as a single team, like there's no single team aspect. It's this whole journey that they've come, you know, they've worked so hard retirements coming back. And then it all comes down to this, the last dance. Cause they all know it's their last shot at another title. Exactly. So that, that would also mean like, it's, it's good for them to like explore their past and explore what happened before. Well, yeah. It's because of the angle they took. Like that's what makes it work. Like you couldn't do 10 parts just off one season. It'd be pretty hard. Obviously. So, are we good on the Jordan doc? So, yep, yeah, yep. solid episodes. Can't I, wait for the last two. Favorite. Can't wait for yep. the last two. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll come we back. Didn't even really, we didn't even really talk about Jordan, like, crying about the intensity he uh, bullied his teammates with. Yeah, we got to get into that. Like, it's insane. It's yeah. just, like, it's another instance of, like, uh, you can tell a difference in the media then and now the way Jordan get, was getting attacked for everything he did in the nineties and the way, uh, LeBron could do no wrong. Now, I think it's a thing where like the league kind of realized they fucked up pushing Jordan out. And now it's even a thing where like, what, one of the things that you notice when Kobe died, like, like he was a player from a different time. He's when like players were actually like, uh, like they were viewed as larger than life. Now it's like, you gotta like humanize everybody and like, like LeBron could do no wrong. It's the same. It's like so much different than what it was when Jordan was playing. Like, like Jordan was Jordan getting attacked for like, like winning everything. The best quote, like you think I went too far. It's because you never won anything. Just, just a great quote. Like that guy just wants it, man. Yeah. Like you never see sports illustrated rip LeBron. Like they had a hit piece on Michael Jordan, like for baseball, like, and he said it damaged his relationship with them. You would never see that today. Like no media outlet would ever, even try to like ruin the reputation with LeBron because like guys like Jordan and LeBron, they're bigger than like the NBA as a whole. Like when Jordan left the league, obviously like took a hit and like, he's most, one of the most famous people on the planet. Like he's the most recognizable guy in the league. And even when Jordan retired for the second time after 98, like that was maybe the worst stretch the NBA has ever had that into the early 2000s, all the young guys coming in, getting paid too early. Like that was the worst stretch probably the NBA has had. That was really when David Stern had to correct the league. And uh, that just really shows the value uh, MJ had on the NBA. Would you like see this doc, like when competing against Jordan, like it's just like a lose-lose situation. If like you back down to him, you're viewed as weak. And if you like go at him and try to shit talk him, he's just going to hold a grudge against you and just try to like put you in a coffin. Like it's, it's just crazy. He's competitive. Or, you see with uh, the guy Little Bradley, he'll just make up yeah. like like things he said to you. He just he just loves holding grudges. It's pretty, it's actually insane. Like it's yeah, I mean that's we didn't mention about '96. Is one second, Charlie? Like the Supersonic series. Uh, George Carl was the coach of that team, and he like walked by Michael Jordan like at a restaurant, and that's what like fueled him. Like if he said hi to him, it probably would have done the same. Like, yeah. He's probably, yeah. How dare he speak to me? Like yeah, it'd be anything. Yeah, no, he would have he would have twisted it to like make it so that he has a grudge against his opponent because that's what mo- that's like one of the ways that he like motive like he motivated himself. Yeah, to think about it about great. the guy from the Bullets. Like he got mad yeah. from a meetup or him saying "nice game, Mike." And it didn't happen. Even if he said that, that's an absurd yeah. thing to like like build some rage about. 
Yeah. Um, and I think, like, if you played in today, like, all he'd need to do is go on Twitter for one minute, find some random guy with, like, eight followers who says he's, like, washed, and then he would just, like, fuel it. No, I'd use that to fuel his fire. In the social media world, it's not hard to find people ripping you. Like, he wouldn't have to make up the way that um, he was, like, he was making stuff up back then if he played now. But think about the response to Jordan's, like, antics with his team, if that happened now, of him calling the equivalent of, like, some random, like, like young power forward a hoe, like, over and over again in practice. <laughs> like, the response he would get, like, people would have thought he, like, people would have thought he, he, he like, lit a, lit a hospital on fire. Like, I mean, it's yeah, just it's insane. And let Tobias Harris get eight hours of sleep every night. Like, yeah. what a terrible teammate. <laughs> Gonna lead to worse issues in CTE. Um, so are we good now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're gonna come back with Tiger Woods. Obviously, we all know him. He's had an insane career, you know, scandals, victories a lot. We're just gonna kind of be a retrospective and go over, you know, the scandals or quote-unquote scandals and all the stuff that he, he's done and what's led him to this point in the upcoming, you know, match against, um, he's playing Brady and Phil Mickelson. So, you know, stay tuned for that. And we're back. So, you know, the match is coming up soon. Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson versus Tiger and Peyton. So we thought we'd give a little career kind of retrospective, go over Tiger Woods, everything about his, like, fascinating career from when he broke in and was on his way to becoming the GOAT to the the fall from grace and then the comeback, just like a fascinating career overall. Um, so obviously, you know, he starts, like, professional golf in 1996 – and he's just an absolute stud. Like, he's one of the best of all time. In 2001, he wins all four majors. Uh, it's called, like, the Tiger Slam at the time. He's the first person to ever do that. He keeps just, like, getting dubs. He gets married in 04. And then, like, the first kind of blip is he tears his ACL in 2008. And then he comes back a little bit. You know, he, he comes back, like, eight months later. But November 2009 is where we're, like, really going to start. You know, we know Tiger at this point. He's five or four majors off from like being ahead being number one all time and then this is where shit just like goes south so on november 27th he gets in a car crash at like 2 a.m he crashes into a fire hydrant like a few houses from his house and like i described this being like there was a fucking dam holding the water out and somebody poked a hole and then just the, all the water spilled out and led to like a shit storm and this was that poke, like, this kind of led everything to, like, get out of control. This, like, the car crash was, like, way more than it seemed. Like, um, like he crashes it into a fire hydrant just a few houses down. And, like, the reports on it are, like, very murky to this day. Like, we don't know for sure if his wife, like, caused the accident. But what we do know is, like, they got into, like, a little bit of an argument over Tiger. Like, there was a a um accusation that he was like sleeping with someone else and then um his neighbors like they find him on the side of the road this is like i didn't know this at all they like help him out and stuff they get him home and then the next day they like come and are expecting money from him like just a total scum move by them to like try to exploit tiger and then, um, yeah, yeah so what made me suggest this like topic for the pod is after like the Earl Thomas thing and the way like Earl Thomas is like being portrayed about all of this. It's like, Oh, how could he do that? The fuck's going on all of this. And I think tiger was a similar situation where people found out that like that tiger had all these affairs and whatnot. And they're, they're con 
they're like conflating the morals of Tiger to the morals of like their own. The idea that like I don't do it, why can Tiger? And yeah. I, I think that's like in general, that's probably the wrong way to look at all of this. Uh, the amount of like of money and Tiger had at his peak, uh, the amount of, of money and like power Tiger had at his peak is something that like we probably can't even comprehend. Yeah. And so I think like like his actions with that, if he's not committing a crime, I don't understand why this is something where this is somehow like this somehow became like this massive downfall for Tiger. And the idea that like he caused the the downfall because of this is ludicrous because it, it only became a downfall when he got caught. Right. So the action itself wasn't inherently damaging to him. It wasn't really affecting him anyway. But when he got caught and then he's demonized as some sort of scumbag for whatever he's doing, that's when it really becomes like a downfall for Tiger Woods in the public perception. And I, I think that's just like the wrong way to look at it. One thing I would say, I definitely agree with most of your points. Like, he did say, like, multiple times how he tried his best to stop. I mean, this could just be total bullshit that he's feeling, but he tried his best to, like, stop sleeping with other women. And he basically said, like, he was kind of a sex addict. He ended up going to rehab in, like, a few months. But, yeah, like he said, like, he really felt bad, but he just couldn't control himself. So going back to, like, the crash, like little car crash, like this ended up like getting him into the news. And then a ton of women came forward, like saying they slept with him. And like a few days later, he kind of releases like a bullshit apology. He apologizes for his transgressions. He doesn't once say cheating affair or anything, but like at the same time, like it's really no one's business besides his family's. Like the world shouldn't know that he's sleeping with other women and shouldn't like, shouldn't ridicule him for that. Uh, yeah exactly if he was any other occupation it wouldn't be a uh like it wouldn't be something where he's losing so much money because of it if he was working an office job and he has an affair you know nothing's gonna happen to him and it's just an example of like like these like we want to hold them to standards of our own in theory but in reality it's a higher standard because if someone has some like uh skeleton in their closet as a normal person it's never something that like uh costs them like yeah. like tens of millions of dollars like it did for tiger he lost all of his like sponsorships right uh, it really it really did like a real number on his career yeah so like also like it's obviously it's not okay to cheat on your wife like i should say that but to be able to like gatorade they were the first one to do it they they had like a drink with tiger they dropped yeah. it AT&T, a massive sponsor of his, ended up completely cutting him off. Gatorade would soon completely cut him off. And those are two huge sponsorships. Like, it got so bad that, like, Electronic Arts, like, the video game company EA, had to, like, come forward and say, like, we're going to... No more Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Yeah, they... No, but they... No, they didn't... They didn't cut off their sponsorship, and then they got ridiculed. They got, like, how could you do this? You support all this. And, like, just having to come forward and saying that we're not going to, like end our contract is like insane that it snowballed the way it did he's losing out on millions of dollars for this and like just it ruined his career like for the time being yeah i think we kind of have to like put this in perspective like oh we lost a couple brand deals but like the perception of tiger like he was the michael jordan of golf this was someone that like everyone saw he was like an icon he was like this like dominant figure in golf he was like he, he bought elements of traditional sports like football and basketball to golf just in terms of, like, the intimidation and, like, the presence he brought with him. It wasn't all about hitting the ball with Tiger. It was, like, the presence he brought to the course every time he played. And that, like, it sort of, like, that became, like, like that presence was gone after he kind of got, like, exposed. Hmm. You know, like, like, it wasn't the same, like, fear from the yeah. other competitors until recently. Right? Yeah, because, yeah, like, if you have, if someone gets knocked off the pedestal that much, the intimidation factor is going to go. It's going to go out the window. 
So like at this time where he's getting brand deals lost and stuff like that, he announces he's going to take a break from golf to focus on his marriage. And this, like, I think this wasn't a great play because the way you shut everyone up is you go out and you win a major, like you dominate it, especially when you did something that's not like, it's not worth a suspension. Like it's not like a Ray Rice incident or anything like that. Like, it's not like you weren't able to play. And obviously you need to like take care of your family situation, but who knows how even, uh, you know, fixable was at that point, but to then like retire, it lets everyone who wants to get a word in, get a word in. And then there were some crazy girls that he ended up sleeping with. There's one story. There's this girl, Mindy Law, and she's an $8 an hour waitress. And so like, she, like, uh, she gets the opportunity to sleep with Tiger. She sleeps with Tiger. Like she's nothing. She's a complete nobody. And so, you know, she ends up obviously like trying to make as much money off this as possible. She hires an agent and then like, signs like a huge contract to like make um take like like just make money off like making media appearances like you say you slept with tiger like how many obviously you're not going to stay relevant forever like who cares there were 20 other girls that he slept with so she ended up like just completely going bankrupt and it's actually sad she got into she was in a car accident which killed someone and like her life just completely went down the drain trying to milk this money off Tiger. Her agent ended up suing her for, like, not paying her what he, what the agent deserved. Another woman, the first to speak na uh, nationally on it, she, like, she got arrested for DUI, and she referred to herself as, like, a celebrity related to Tiger Woods, and that, like, they would not be able to arrest her, and, like, they're going to pay, and, like, acted like she was part of his family. She was asking him for money every other day, and um, she ended up, becoming a heroin addict and like going to rehab a ton she got arrested two more times like i don't know why tiger was doing it like to sleep with these kind of women like he, he must he he ended up having something wrong with them he had to go to sex rehab after all this this was part of his time he took off like i don't know i don't think there was anything wrong with him uh, the idea that he has to go to like sex rehab because he got caught like and like the the type of women uh yeah he was after or whatever like he could obviously do better but i think that like he was just so uh like like the the position tiger was in at the time was something like like i like we just can't understand like he was at like just such like a like the the spot he was at like he could do anything and he thought he was like invincible obviously yeah. turns out he wasn't but you know and, he and thought you know like never get caught man. He won. He won this like the prestigious like athlete of the decade award. Like obviously, you said he was the Michael Jordan of golf. And then the next day, like or the, around the same time, that's when even more stories came out. His wife was seeking a divorce. That was right before he went to rehab. Like yeah, that was could have just been. I I heard I saw some reports that like his wife was the one who really pushed that. And you could see like to step away from golf when you're at the top. Like he obviously wanted to fix things. He eventually would have a press conference after coming back from rehab where he actually, like, admitted to what he does. And that's something I think was key. Like, when you, like, the worst thing you can do is have, like, a fake apology. Like, obviously, Tiger, you know, we're talking about how, like, it was, like, not really should have been. It was extremely unfair for him to lose these deals. But, like, to come out not sincere, you may as well not come out at all. Like, the transgressions press conference is, like, famous for, like, not really being sincere. But then he admits that he had affairs. He admits that he cheats, and this is when, like, we're all back in on Tiger, you know? Like, he's back, he's admitting it. This this is, uh, like, going off of what you were saying earlier, like, we can't understand that, like, power position or whatever, but, like, that that sex addict bullshit, just, oh. just fake news. He just did that shit as, like, a publicity stunt, like, go to rehab, like, clear his name, but, like, 
if you're like Tiger Woods, come on, you know you're gonna be like you're gonna be like having some antics, like doing like with like with like women and stuff. Like a lot of like athletes have promiscuous like relationships, so it's like I don't think like it, it's that bad. Like personally, I don't know why I really like don't give a fuck whatever Tiger does behind closed doors. Like yeah, obviously it's it's morally wrong to like cheat on your cheat on your wife and stuff, but like whatever he doesn't he doesn't come in to be like a to be like a moral guidance. Uh, officially, he's coming there to play golf and win majors. That's all he's doing. That's all he gets paid to do. Not be like some like outstanding like like moral guy. As long well, as he's uh, not like killing people and doing crimes, like I don't really care. Uh, I think like the thing of like Tiger having to go to rehab is something that comes up a lot. Like anytime, I think it's a thing of like like people and like the media. Whenever like someone famous messes up, they want like they want that person to admit they're helpless so bad. They want that person to say like, "All right, feel better about themselves." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want that pe- person to be like, "Yeah, I can't do this on my. I guess I'm not as like powerful as I thought." Like, because they just want like once you mess up, they, they just want to like beat you yeah, down to the point therapy. where you have to go to somebody else just to like help yourself. In reality, Tiger probably didn't need sex rehab. I think we agree. Like, like what are they possibly doing in there that's changing Tiger that much? Yeah, I, I doubt they're really doing that much. But like, it's just such a thing now where like, like. I guess we as a public want you to admit that you're like this like hopeless like sad sap when really like like he had an affair and like he probably still wants to do it uh, but that's not like uh, but that's somehow like like such like a terrible thing and that he needs to like come clean and like and like basically like shit on himself in front of the whole country this brings in like a really interesting debate which and like Charlie brought up he the wants you to cut your balls off whenever you fuck up as a man that and also like the as Johnny was just saying about how like he's held to this higher standard and as long as he's not doing crimes like the thing like the unfair thing that athletes like get held to higher standards and they're like they are role models for kids like we looked up to a-rod we looked up to jeter's kids you know eli like we look up to like these athletes that we're watching on tv when we're little kids but at the end like it's not really fair for them to be this picture perfect person just because they're good at like getting a ball on a hoop or something like that and obviously like no one is perfect and tiger clearly wasn't this golden child, like, star prodigy who was just, like, just as good off the court. And, like, yeah, I think, like, the debate over, like, should we count athletes as role models, like, plays an interesting role in this, like, in Tiger's, you know, like, life. Yeah, like, like you expect, like, your your politicians, you know, your presidents yeah. to be, like, good dudes. But even that's not even the case. All the, even, like, every fucking president we see gets fucking aired out all the time about, like, some bullshit they Everyone did gets when they were 19. Every, as soon as you're in the public eye, it doesn't matter how good of a person you are. Because Tiger Woods is a good, is a genuinely good person. Like, when you li- really look at his story. And just because he, like, had promiscuous, like, sexual relationships, just, like, it just, like, ruined his career. And, like, just killed his prime. Like, like he could have, like, like he, yeah. he was injured and stuff. But, like... Like at the end of the day, it's just it's it's sadder. It's not sad that it obviously it sucks. Like his white, like it destroyed his marriage. You know, it really sucks though. It destroyed his career for like a while until he came back. Imagine Tiger never gets like aired out for that shit. Like he probably has so many more. He he's still like one of the goats, but he's like even more of that. Yeah. So what do you think's more damaging to a kid? Uh, their role model does something wrong, or their role model's constantly neutered and emasculated for making a mistake? Yeah. Which one? Do you, which one do you think hurts the kid more? Yeah, no, it, it's bullshit. Like, it hurt, like a kid, like a kid who's like Tigers, they're like, they're like, they're fucking like, role model, and they see him just get battered and beat down, no chance. And then being told that. that they can't like Tiger anymore because he made. Yeah, they can't like Tiger anymore. I don't care. Like, like if Tiger, yeah, if Tiger maybe like murdered someone, I'd be like, oh yeah, like not a good dude. But like, oh he probably like, not a he good bangs, guy. He fucked like so, he fucked a bunch of waitresses. <laughs> oh my god, who cares? He's still the fucking goat of golf. Like, fuck that. 
Uh, this is just like another case of where like the media will like love to build you up, but then will be like the fastest just to tear you down, and uh, it's kind of sad to say. For golf, like this is really bad for golf. As we were just talking about how like the NBA couldn't do this with LeBron, Tiger literally like is the face of golf. He was like we like people tune in to watch Tiger Woods play, and like the fact that the media damaged him. I'm sure, like, I don't have the numbers in front of me. The golf ratings had to go down when he was on these breaks, like, to repair his marriage. Yeah, and even when he was gone, like, fucking Tiger gets the last lap because everyone loves him again. Yeah. People, like, didn't even hate him that. Like, people weren't, like, calling him, like, that. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't think, like, oh, yeah, he's so bad. Like, uh, at the time, like. He was getting ripped by the media, obviously, and people still were, like, betrayed by it. But that's just the media, like, fulfilling, like, let's just cash out on this and make as much money. But the media lost in the end because it's not like they, um, like, they. They took everything away from Tiger, and then he came back and won it and won the fucking Masters. Fuck that. Well, if the only thing the like the the public loves more than like the rise and fall is the rise fall and then the rise again. Yeah. So like, let's get into like, that because so Tiger he gets divorced from his wife, like that's done with, and then he announces he's coming back. So in 2012, you know he's finally back. He's the Tiger we all saw. He's up and down a little. He wins a PGA Tour victory. And, like, we think, you know, his lows, we think this is the lowest it was going to get. It ends up getting much lower when he has back surgery. He misses the uh, PGA chip in 2014. He takes the rest of the year off. And when he tries coming back, he has another surgery and then another surgery. Three surgeries within a year. He ends up having a really depressing quote in 2015. Like, where is the light of the tunnel? I don't know. Like, anything he said he achieved at this point on would be gravy. Like, he wasn't expected to do anything. And then a year after that, while trying to get back, he has a fourth surgery to fuse his back. A month after that, he gets in a DUI. Like, you thought that his low point was losing all his endorsements? This might be it. You know, he's like, he's had all these surgeries. He has to reinvent his golf game, and he's getting in DUIs. This is something like DUI, too. It wasn't for alcohol. It was, he claims it was like all the pain meds, THC he was on just to help with his back pain. He gets arrested. You see his mug shots, obviously viral, like, we probably all have the image in the back of our head of that funny-ass Tiger mugshot. Like, this is the lowest it got for him, and, like, this is pretty low for anyone. Yeah, yeah. and I think when they tell the story of Tiger's, like, quote-unquote downfall, it, like, I feel like the scandal's mentioned more than just, like, the unfortunate injuries that happened. Because, like, injuries is something that happens to athletes all the time, and that's just the way it goes. But if you can demonize them, you can... And, like, I guess, like, the thing is, like, you don't, you don't feel... B- p- p- they don't want you to feel bad for Tiger, so they demonize him. But they like, say the scandal is somehow part of it. When in reality, like the thing that really sunk him for like half a decade was all the injuries. Yeah. So he has these four surgeries, and like everyone thought he was done. Like, let's not get this twisted. Like, people were just writing him off. They were saying he shouldn't even show up. He should just retire to save his legacy. Like, we don't want to see a guy like Tiger go down, like struggling to qualify. And he is struggling to qualify. He's failing a lot. But then, you know, slowly he keeps he keeps climbing up just a little bit. He wins like a P, some minor PGA Tour thing in September 2018, which is like the, a big um, like progress for him. And, you know, he's still coming back. And then we have a year ago, the Masters is where all the struggles, all the shit that happened to Tiger. This is probably his biggest like accomplishment for what it meant. It's like the biggest fuck you to everyone who wrote him out. Everyone who ripped him, everyone Shut that made the deal, Shut he up. wins the fucking Masters. He gets the green jacket. Yeah, he does the fist bump with the Shut red shirt. Like, that's like one of the closest times I've come to crying in sports. So oh, like, yeah. That's where like, men cry. That's where men he recreates cry. the iconic picture of him hugging his dad with his son, and they're wearing, like, similar shirts. Yeah. 
That's insane. Yeah, and his wife, Sia, not there. Sia, shit on. <laughs> Who got the last laugh, bitch? Yeah. So he's able to win the Masters, and that was like everyone felt great for him because once he was battered down, as Loft said, we love to build you back up once you've reached that bottom. And then when he did it with all the back surgeries and stuff, like the injuries being able to overcome all of it, like even before the injuries, he still hadn't won since before the scandal. So it was still like a monkey on his back. Like, is he able to win with, you know, the perception of him now is like not this golden boy, but he's able to do it. He's back. You know, we have in 12 days, we have the, the match, it's going to be hype. It's him and Dayton versus Brady. Phil, like, it's just great to see, you know, the, the comeback, like, with Tiger. It's very, as Herney said, emotional to see him, like, come through all that just to, and just end up winning yet It'd again. It'd be too OP to put him with Brady. be too OP. That'd be a fucking G-code. You can't Those put were like, the original teams. Those and, were the original teams, but they had to switch. Yeah, because Payton's a, a bumbling moron, that's why. You mentioned now how like the media now it's great to like build them up again, but like they're only they won't build you up if all you do is admit you did something. You have to admit that you're somehow worse than the normal person, and that's the it's only way. Yeah, did that. They have like so you like if an athlete if an athlete does one thing, you have to admit that this wasn't a one time thing. There's something wrong with me every time, and that's not the way like that's not the way life is. People make mistakes, and sometimes it's a one-time thing. But it's always like if you're an athlete, if you're someone famous. Are you doing similar actions if you're if you're in the exact same situation? Are you doing? Oh, with the power Tiger head? Yeah. Tiger was training with Navy SEAL in the offseason to get ready for PGA Tour events. Like the, the the competitive nature of Tiger and like the edge and like like the overall mentality he's in, and for some like check mark to like to like get on him about whatever actions he does during that time. Yeah, it's, it's always... just insane. It's always the least athletic people put down the athlete. Like it's you always see athletes defending athletes, but then you see like some fucking like fat, out of shape, fucking forty something with a check mark shitting on him. Fuck that. What I'll say is like they only want to build you up if you admit that you're that you're worse than yeah. them who's judging them. But also they don't know like what it's like the stress. Like I'm not saying I do either, but like I kind of like we can kind of like we're all fucking athletes y'all get it like the stress of being a competitor like even even at low levels like in high school like it's so stressful and i couldn't imagine what tiger was going through yeah. you needed some outlets to go through when you're like a fucking like some bullshit like twitter artist who cares you have no stress in your life you tweet for money that's all you also, do. like an aspect of golf that's different from other sports is like when you're in a football or basketball game like you don't have really time to like think you know you have a play to run and stuff like that golf there's so much time to like think you and your thoughts yeah, your thoughts are on your mind all the time. You don't have teammates that can bail That's you out. That's scary. All on Those you. are demons. All on yeah, you. yeah, exactly. It's all you. Yeah, Greg, when you stepped on the wire that ended our first recording, did you have to come out and say that you have, like, an issue with that after you did it? No. No, it was a one-time thing where you made a mistake. Yeah. And I think the the media wants so badly that, like, like, oh, this person made a mistake. There must be something wrong with them. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't normal have like, pe- normal people. Yeah, podcasts. Yeah, normal people make mistakes every day. But somehow, if you're an athlete, you only make a mistake if there's something like wrong with your brain. I mean, like it was like you. You shouldn't be doing that. Like we shouldn't like we shouldn't like praise him for cheating on his wife. But like that is his personal issue. That shouldn't get out there. Yeah, as you said, like the average Joe isn't gonna lose his job over you know like hooking up with someone that isn't his wife. It's like he's just held to the higher standard because he's in the limelight. Like he is the because he's, he's good at hitting a golf ball. Yeah, yeah. Which is that's that's the debate we asked earlier. You know, is that fair to be held to this higher standard because you can 
get a ball on a hoop and play 50 games while not playing back-to-backs. Well, I remember a quote from the last dance. Rodman says, like, Dennis Robbins says, like, you don't get paid to play the game. You get paid to deal with the bullshit. And Tiger was very well paid to deal with the bullshit. Yeah. Um, a funny story also that, like, I found researching is I talked about, like, how the neighbors tried to make money off him. One neighbor, like, set up a website with, a, like, a $4, like, pay-per-view video access. And the video was just, like, him, like, ripping into Tiger and, like, trashing him. And he, like, he clickbaited people into thinking it was, like, unseen, like, footage and stuff like that but it was just like a way to make money if you need if you're living like near tiger why do you need? No, i don't make, need the money yeah like why are you having a four dollar video access like you why do you need that people are fucked yeah um everyone focused on tiger no one looked at the people around him that were all snakes yeah. and that's what you see with well the it's an example of you know they smell blood from tiger tiger's, you know, very tiger's wife was like fucking the pool boy you know she definitely was bullshit <laughs> Yeah, why doesn't she come out? Everyone why loves to see him high energy alpha lose. Because they're not because they can never amount, even sniff like Tiger's fucking shit. Even get as close to anything he's ever accomplished in their lonely influencer lives. That's why. Well, like the thing is like you wanna say you wanna break these people down because you don't want it's people to think stuff. no, because you don't want people to say like they're better than you. Right? You don't want to be like Tiger's a better person than me because he's good at golf. See, he made this mistake. If a normal person messed up, they wouldn't have to admit that because yeah, exactly. like, they're not held to a higher standard. It's a, it is a double standard. He he has to apologize because people view because he's he's somehow a higher being than you, mm-hmm. but you you're gonna drag him down because he makes mistakes that you still make. Yeah, the world will never understand why 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 athletes are like and and celebrities in general are like under like like not necessarily under the microscope, but why like they they have this like greater responsibility just because like. Just like Greg said, they, they can get a ball into a hoop. Yeah, it's yeah, it's unfair. Yeah. Um, going back to the current point about like the people that criticize and probably never like going like being able to compete in anything. Like, not only was Tiger like competing professionally, but he was competing at like the highest level, like you said, and also with a huge stage with a huge audience. None of none of the people that were criticizing and like knew what it was knew what it was like we don't know what it's like to like so have to you like, like, lot of you fucking are on the course for nine hours straight so what you want to go your wife's not giving you any that night you want to go like you know what i mean you know like but no if you ever looked up the days tiger was having during this he wakes up he goes into scuba diving training with navy seals for five hours he gets home he like he like showers over goes and hits the range then he goes and has an affair yeah that's a pretty stacked day all right he's a lot (laughs) going on he's a lot on his plate He swamped. No he way. But, like, when you think about it, it takes two to tango. No way, like, like Tiger's wife is innocent in all this. Like, definitely she had to be a driving force. She's making him cheat. I'm not being – not, like, making him cheat, but, like, you can't just, like – like, <laughs> it takes two to tango in every situation. No Should have put it out. Tiger's time. wife is, like, this saint. Should have put it out. Well, obviously not. She's trying to hit him with a golf club. Yeah, exactly. Like, like there's a rational person, like, trying, like, assault, like, people with, with weapons? No. Like, also, the – Why is she in jail for attempted fucking murder and battery? Yeah, yeah. Well, why? Because her, her, her athlete husband cheated on her. Bullshit. Fuck you. Yeah, and going back to like the the car accident with his wife, like there's a ton of sus things. The police report came out that he was like unconscious from the incident. He wasn't wearing shoes or socks. Like it's just very weird. The, the windshield was broken with a golf club. Like, yeah, his wife definitely had something to do with that. Um, going back to like what you were saying earlier, like the pressure that he had was even more than other athletes because like. Obviously, like, you know, Hern, you're like a big Yankees fan, right? You're going to tune in to watch the Yankees. 
people were literally like tuning in just for Tiger, watching entire tournaments for him. Like that pressure of being the guy, you don't have a team behind you. It's just you out there. Like we have no idea what that could ever be like. No idea. Yeah, now we can because we're with the same so we're under this constant microscope. Yeah, people. we are getting scrutinized left and right. You mess up once, and you know. Yeah, they, the see, end of they it. see Bernie doing questionable acts at a college party, and all of a sudden, like, I gotta go po- apologize. Yeah, yeah, that meant you have a problem, which you don't have. I do not have a problem. You like that fun? One time thing. All, all high energy guys here. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? What? I del- I delete like forty beers and like do some heinous acts. Why do I have to apologize for that? They're just mad they can never amount to the success of, of people that they want to take down. People, like, no way, like, it's not like the media was like, all right, like, Tiger, you have a problem. Like, we want to help you, like, get the resources you need. They want to. Oh, no, let's just strip him down to the point where he can't even fucking defend himself. Bullshit. I would love the next time an athlete gets caught cheating to be like, uh, I asked my wife. Yeah. Uh, not to take anything away from either of these two, but which comeback story do you guys think is, like, more inspiring, A-Rods or Tigers? I mean, they both were They're both so far fine, but I think, I, think, I think just think Tigers was more founded. Like, I just think it was more founded. Like, A-Rod didn't win, like, an MVP or World Series when he came back. Like, like obviously, A-Rod, like, is my childhood hero, greatest baseball player of all time. But I think Tigers, like, it's just, it's just a little bit different. Like, it was more, like, per- yeah, I it, was, even, it was just as bad. I, but, I think, all right, I think but, the, the difference is, like, I don't even mean like the one like amazing season A Rod has after. I just mean like his perception. Like yeah, that's what that. I'm saying is um, Tiger not only came back and won, but he also changed the perception. A Rod just changed the perception. His performance was already at a point where like it, it was he he was pretty much done by the time his like image flipped. Tiger not only changed the perception. Tiger's beloved again. Everyone loves Tiger now. Like everyone loves Tiger, and he's he's winning. Yeah, yeah. I would have to I would have to say Tiger as well. Like Tiger. He was I, even as great as A-Rod was, like, Tiger was all, like, maybe even more so, like, at the pinnacle of his sport. Okay. And then, fell, like, fell down the bottom back, like, within his career. I mean, obviously, like, golf, you can have a longer career, but, like. And we're all A-Rod I, I was still saying. We're all A-Rod yeah. guys, all A-Rod guys. That's all how A-Rod. you know this. A-Rod. All A-Rod guys here. Yeah, I mean, like, I think moral of the story is, like, Obviously, we love to see that that rise, fall, rise, but also like, fuck the media. Honestly, fuck the media. Like I'm, like people who these fucking no names who've done nothing in their life besides be able to like talk and read a fucking teleprompter, gotta tell Tiger how to live his life when they have no when they have like little stress in their life. Fuck that. Yeah, and you think all these celeb? Oh yeah, because I bet I bet like fucking all these media guys have had no issues in their life. Let's talk about like. No, Gottlieb. Matt Lauer. Let's talk about Matt Lauer. Oh, yeah, big meeting. It's like fucking like fucking 16-year-olds and like having affairs and shit. All these people. If you're going to point the finger at Tiger, let's point the finger at every fucking celebrity who's ever done one wrong thing in their life. Doug Gottlieb loves calling out these like NFL players who like retire at like 34. Like he didn't steal credit cards in college. Yeah. He did, yeah, he did a lot more than steal like, credit cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah, the credit card's too far. Uh, just, just wait until like the San Antonio boys get the credentials to all the big things. We're at Radio Row soon. We won't be like that. We'll be yeah, we're we're for you. We're for we'll, the. We'll be calling people out in person. Yeah. Who knows what happens if we see Golly? No, we're gonna see like a reporter like ribbing into Tiger alive, and I'm gonna come in there and be like, just start saying some shit. Like, yeah, like what's good, dog? Like, fuck that. Fuck <laughs> shit about the goat. Talking about. We see someone asking some leading questions to Goodell. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. you. See, see someone see someone ask Brady a loaded question? What are we doing? Dude, Tom Brady could like do almost anything and I I, I wouldn't be like mad at him for it. Like uh, he literally he's done some things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brady literally. Things. You forget Brady left his pregnant girlfriend and married a supermodel. <laughs> like, like that's savagery. Actually, you know, I'm gonna defend Brady here. I was doing some heavy research on that today because I was like seeing if, and that's actually Brady's the stuff. Like it takes and everything. He didn't find out she was pregnant until two months after they like until two months after he was with Giselle. Yeah, but I'm not saying like I I don't fault for Brady for that. Like, but he didn't even know she was gotta, pregnant. Sometimes you just gotta boss up. You gotta upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brady like. It's a similar thing. Like, just in that situation, Brady went from the backup quarterback for an irrelevant franchise to, like, the biggest star in the world. Like, like obviously, like, like there's going to be some things that, like, 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 oh, how could you do that? But we have we would have no idea what. What if, like, tomorrow we're all just, like, like massive, like, superstars in whatever field? Like, like things are going to happen. And we're able to admit, you know, we are very close, but we're not perfect. We're probably the closest you can get, but, like, no one's perfect. Closet? Like, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be ridiculing someone because he's like a good athlete, but you're just as worse. But you like don't have the same spotlight as him. Like that's what's unfair about the situation. Yeah, for people to point the finger when they're irrelevant. Yeah, the the people that that shit on Tiger are also the same people that like dig up like whoever wins the Heisman trophies like old tweets on, on the day that they win the Heisman. It, yeah. It's the same. It's the same group of people. Yeah, you people like me, you pray old stuff doesn't get leaked when we're older. You know, we make mistakes when we're young, but we bounce back. We shouldn't yeah. be ridiculed when we're like when you're like uh, you're like when you're just getting drafted, it should be the best moment of your life. You shouldn't be ridiculed for a stupid thing you posted on the internet like seven years before. Ridiculous. Yeah, definitely not. Are we uh, good with Tiger? Yeah, we're good to go. So yeah, mm. I hope you guys like enjoyed. We obviously like we're switching up the format a little, like we're not going to do, like, as heavy drafts. We're going to maybe, like, we're going to tell you some stories. We're going to fill you in on shit that's happened. Uh, have we picked out, like, what our next our next uh, thing's going to be yet? No. No, we have not yeah. picked that out. But we'll we'll Stay get soon. It'll be a hit. It'll be A+. Plus. You know us. We give you A-plus content. That's what's different with us and the guys below us. We When we come out with episodes, we make sure they're A-plus. So, um, yeah, we're going to be doing more of these kind of, like, looking back on certain events and how they played out and you know we know you guys will like it so thank you so much for listening you're welcome peace out yeah Yeah, watch me rip this shit. I changed my words. I remember that. Chelsea just went off the deep end, bro. Fuck, uh, uh. Are we still recording? Yeah. Let's go.